Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for Easter Sunday, April 16th, 2017. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Fear Not, It's Just a Matter of Life and Death. Before I start the sermon, I will say, um, Easter, you can't have guilt and Easter. It does not go together. And I got to thinking about what I said in the baptistry. And um, if you can't be here every time the doors are open, we still love you. And your children are going to be fine. And there are other ways to get to the water than being here every Sunday or every time the doors are open. Um, I do not think less of you. I was just simply stating what a joy it is to see Claire every time the doors are open. We're covered? Okay. Please do not send me an email that I hurt your feelings. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. But what... There's been so many beautiful moments already, but my favorite one so far is when Claire got back in the room. She just comes running back in the room. I just love that because there's some other women that are going to do some running and joy today. I think one of the worst feelings in the world is to be afraid. I hate that rush of chemical imbalance that surges through my body when I'm afraid. I also don't like seeing fear in the eyes of another, especially of my own children when they were young. Their eyes would say it all, fear. I hated seeing that. I was afraid of the dark as a child. Still don't love it. I still have a huge fear of spiders and snakes, of course. And I remember the fear in the eyes of my sons when they were in that stage of being afraid of people that they did not know. And then I remember that fear in my own eyes as they grew older when we were carefully trying to explain stranger danger. There are only about 10,000 fears that emerge once one becomes a parent. And then, parent or not, there's the fear of the unknown, or worse, the fear of the known. The test results are back, and it doesn't look good. The final exam that was harder than hard, the layoffs that are looming, and knowledge that you are next in line the unexpected, catastrophic, unforeseen bills that accumulate when you already live paycheck to paycheck. There's the fear of dying and the fear of the unknown what's next. There's the fear of the death of your spouse or your parents or worst of all, your child. There's the fear of disappointing those that you love. There's fear of failure, fear of war, the fear of terrorism. Every single time we lock a door, it is a sign that we have some fear lurking inside of us. Happy Easter, (laughs) y'all.
that the fears, they just keep coming. That feeling, that surge of adrenaline that courses through our systems when we are afraid, that is a sign that you are fully alive. I think one of the best feelings in the world is to feel joy. I love that rush of chemical imbalance that surges through my body when I have joy. I also love seeing joy in the eyes of another, especially my children. Yes, their squeals of delight at those young ages were great, but I think it's even better when they experience joy as a young adult. Days of birthings, wedding days, they are typically full of joy unexpected surprises, fresh cut flowers, handmade gifts, a good movie, a good meal, a good book, being loved unconditionally, mended relationships when forgiveness kicks in, getting that dream job, buying a house, selling a house. <laughs> that is going to be great, Joy. <laughs> We just bought a house before we sold a house, and so joy is going to come immensely, hopefully this week. <laughs> the letter of acceptance that says you can indeed go to college, even if it seems like your parents cannot pay for it. The joy that comes with that A on the test that you fear that you had failed. The joy that comes when you make the team. The joy that comes in a good belly laugh, the kind of laughter that leaves you in tears. Joy shows up in good music, a sense of accomplishment, travel, the ocean, the mountains, beauty. Joy comes to us in waters of baptism when we see someone's yes to God's call on their lives. Happy Easter, y'all. Wasn't that better? When we focus on the joys instead of the fears, that's a better happy Easter. Joy just keeps coming to us. That feeling, that surge of adrenaline that courses through our systems when we are full of joy, that is a sign that we are fully alive. But it is so often the case that fear and joy live side by side. Next door neighbors, siblings, if you will. Or at the very least, fear and joy are first cousins. Because to allow yourself the vulnerability to experience joy means that you take risks that flirt with fear. It's really hard to have one without the other because as soon as we experience joy, we're afraid of losing whatever goodness it brought to us. And often we live in fear, not trusting that we were made for joy. Fear and joy are signs that we are fully alive. You cannot have one without the other. The psalmist put it this way, weeping may linger for the night, 
but joy comes in the morning, night and day, fear and joy. It is what makes us alive. Each gospel writer tells the Easter story with his own twists and turns. This year, it's Matthew's version that we tell. All of them are similar, just slight variations, but they all end the same way. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Matthew's version is complete with an earthquake, a strange man all aglow, security guards who pass out in fear, women who had come to the grave to do their grief work, a surprise visit with Jesus after he's gone missing. But it's Matthew's one-liner that I love the most. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, which means that these women were fully alive. Fear and joy are signs of life. It's interesting, isn't it? You thought you came here today to hear that Jesus was alive and well. You thought that the good news of resurrection was about Jesus. And it is. But that's not all that Easter is about. The good news of resurrection is also about these women who were probably more alive in that moment than they had ever been or ever would be in their whole life. They were so full of fear and great joy as Claire and I sat on the top step listening to you all sing, Christ the Lord is risen today in the brass soaring in the organ. It was all, your music was so wonderful. I leaned over to her and I said, are you nervous? And she said, yes. And then did you see her after she put her clothes back on, dried her hair a little bit, come running out here full of joy? That's like the women at the tomb. I gave you a visual for what happened. Claire gave you a visual for what happened that day. That is life. That is signs that you are fully alive when you can, in the same moment, be afraid to step into the water in front of a church full of people and in the end run back out leaping, frolicking even. That is Easter. The women had come to mourn. They had come to grieve. Perhaps they had come to prepare the body, though Matthew doesn't mention spices in his, for burial in his account. Matthew just says the women went to see the tomb. I wonder if they remembered the things that Jesus had told them, and did they arrive there half expecting him not to be there just like he said. Sights for burial are places that are full of every emotion. A name is etched into stone, a life remembered, but they are not there. Just a name, no body. I think the women may have not been so shocked about that after all. That's what you expect when you show up at a grave. But they didn't have very much time to think, only react. 
The earth quakes, an angel descends, the guards are exactly zero help as they pass out, leaving the women to take it all in and do something with it. I picture the voice as booming, but it could just as easily have been a whisper. Do not be afraid, Marys. I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He's been raised as he said. Wasn't that what they were expecting? No body? Come, see the place where he lay. Let me prove it to you. I don't think they needed the proof. Then go quickly and tell the disciples he's been raised from the dead and indeed he's going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. And they followed the message with fear and great joy because that's how we live, with fear and great joy. And because they took that message and did as they were told, we sit here today. But the second best part of Matthew's telling is that on the way to get the job done, on the way to tell the good news that it's confusing and scary and hopeful all at the same time, because all good news is always confusing and scary and hopeful all at the same time, on the way to do their job, they meet up with Jesus. And that's the other piece of the Easter story in a nutshell. Each and every time we scurry off to get the job done, each and every time we are filled with fear and great joy, each and every time we take off to tell the good news, we meet up with Jesus. But of course, this only happens when we are paying attention. It will never happen if you are oblivious or too self-absorbed or too tired or too overrun if you are so distracted, you will never meet up. But if you're paying attention, Matthew says that you will be greeted with this. Greetings. That's what it says Jesus said to the women. It could just be my southern background, but I think Jesus said, Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never fails to remind, do not be afraid. There are so many things coming at you that are so fearful. Do not be afraid. Because there's also so many things coming at you that are so full of joy. This means that you are fully alive. And then he gives them a reminder to go and tell the others. And he says, tell them not to worry. They'll see me too. And we still do. At least that's why I think we're here. Because we still do see him. 
to this day, signs all around and within that life is happening. Even in death, life is happening. It is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It isn't about the resurrection. It's about resurrection all the time, happening all the time. It happened before my very eyes two times yesterday alone, only because I was paying attention. It would have happened whether I paid attention or not. I was just in the season of paying attention. It happened before my eyes twice yesterday alone when a friend confides and when a companion takes care of a love. When despair turns to hope in one small act of giving, resurrection happens. Fear not. It's just a matter of life and death. That's all. Just life and death. Signs of fear, signs of great joy. So I ask you, what are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? And what brings you great joy? I bet the answers are most often related to one another. My prayer for all of us is that in our fear and in our joy that we will meet Jesus along the way. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. May it be so. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.